no, we don't. I just hit record. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, still no introduction. S- still no intro. We're, we will find, we'll figure out music, or if anyone <laughs> wants to make us an intro, that would be yeah, lit. We don't, we don't have money because we work for a nonprofit. Yeah, we don't get paid enough by that nonprofit <laughs> to get music. So, if anyone would like to pro bono, like a quick jingle, that'd that be great. Be we awesome. would appreciate it. Um, but don't feel the need to, because like we can just continue rambling aimlessly into the microphone until we start the introductions, which we're getting better. We're yeah, remembering we our names. Uh, at least we did last episode. We didn't in the last episode, but you guys didn't hear that, so yeah. that's fine. Um, we remembered about thirty-five minutes in that we didn't introduce ourselves. So, hi, friends. Hi, fuckers. Welcome to Shit I Think is Cool. I am Megan McGinley. And I am Whitney French. And we're getting better at this. We are getting so much better. Yes. And we have, we both have new setups too. We do. We'll we'll post pictures of our, of our fancy digs because I've had this. Did you say fancy dicks? Fancy digs. Digs. (laughs) Awkward. It's like, I am like. I want a fancy dick. <laughs> no, fancy digs. D-I-G-S. Got it. Sorry. Um, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did say it kind of fast. So I have a sound studio that is driving me absolutely up the wall. Uh, ironically for it not the foam absorbing, sound absorbing foam not sticking to the fucking wall. Mm-hmm. And so I have decided to go with moving blankets. So... Uh, hopefully it won't be an issue next week, but, uh, if you hear me just like, it's cause the ceiling's literally falling in on my head. Um, <laughs> and I told Lauren, I promised her that if it did fall while we were recording that I would call it out, which I feel like would happen anyway. Cause you would see me and oh, yeah. probably start cracking up. Oh, I would. One million. <laughs> uh, so we have a couple fun updates. Yeah, we do. Uh, we are officially on Apple Podcasts. Yay! Yeah. Yay! We, we were when we Ooh. recorded our last episode, but we forgot to tell everyone about it. Yeah. Uh, so please follow us. We subscribe. have two, uh, um, we have two reviews. I don't think they're real. No, they're not reviews. Two ratings. That's Two it. ratings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to rate and subscribe on there so that more people can see us. Yes, please. And... Uh, listen to us and have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are currently, uh, and we, we we pretty much mark every uh, download as a, a celebration. But we have currently seventy one. Seventy one. Seventy one is what you texted me. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was seventy one or seventy seven. And I was like, if mm-hmm. it was seventy five, I feel like we would. <laughs> yeah. The the website emails us. Exactly. I also, feel like once we get to seventy five, we'll get another fun email. Yeah. Right. A little so. confetti. Yay. Yay. Uh, yes. So. Um, so that's going on. Uh, we also, uh, in the last episode, we talked about, we did get some platypus facts. For oh, yeah, guys. I forgot about the platypus facts. I feel like the platypus is going to become our unofficial mascot. But <gasps> yes. platypus facts. Do you remember any of them? I don't remember the, I remember the extra one that I added in that Mickey told me about. Um, because they were saying that the, that it is venom, but it's not from the tail like I spear penis thing that the males have but it's i don't not- remember if it's only males or if they 
both have them, but it's like maybe it's only near where a penis is or if it is the penis. That's what I'm not sure of. Okay. Well, so we have some platypus facts, but we need more. So if you have more platypus facts, <laughs> can maybe clarify what the Our fuck is going facts. on with platypi in general. Uh, please email us. Uh, we like emails. Uh, it's exciting. Uh, we've had one listener uh, request uh, which also, we should probably mention that in general, we won't cover true crime, mostly because there are a lot of wonderful true crime podcasts so out many. there. And uh, while we are interested in true crime, uh, why take away from, uh, why try to compete with some uh, juggernauts like My Favorite Murder and mm-hmm. the last podcast on the left? It's just, yeah. let's just do our own thing. We have aliens. We have aliens. Come to the dark side. Mm-hmm. We have aliens. We have cookies. <gasps> we have cookies. <laughs> that was, oh my god. We don't was, have cookies. No, we don't. Not right now. But we that was wine. such like a emo kid, like scene <laughs> kid thing that we just did. And I love yes. it. I was, I was a scene kid at heart, but I didn't let that part out of me. Because I was in a very preppy school. And you were a conservative Republican. That, and I was too scared <laughs> to come out of my shell. That's fair. So. I... I was weird in high school, and I'm sure if anyone from high school was listening to this, they're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was never that, like, I was never a scene kid or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if there really were scene kids at my high school, because it's a very small community. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you didn't have a car, you walked everywhere, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we have a partnership with Instacart. Yeah, we do! Uh, so if you click the link in our episode description, I'm pointing down like you guys can see me. I gotta get the hang of this. <laughs> this is not YouTube. <laughs> Just click the link in the bio. Uh, no, click the link that's in our episode description, uh, and that will send you to Instacart where you can sign up if you don't have an account uh, for free delivery on any orders over thirty-five dollars. So if you need Instacart, click the click the click the bim bim. Click the bit of bit I need more wine. Um, yes. Yeah, Whitney is drinking wine this episode. I am drinking Viking Grog. Viking Grog. I, I took a picture correct. of it, so I will post the, the brand. Yay! It's very good. It's very sweet, which is not mm. normally my thing, but like, mm-hmm. ooh, it's so good. Because yeah. it's, um, it's a mead, <gasps> which is I would, very smooth. I would be joining you. I wish I could join you, but I have to pick up Nikki from work once we're done recording. <laughs> yes, which is always lovely. Mm-hmm. It's a good partner thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, not show up drunk. <laughs> why did i write megan on my list <laughs> that's me i know i don't know okay well <laughs> i wrote it literally seconds ago too oh my god so like right before we started recording um so i don't know why i wrote megan so hi megan how are you hi. good how are you whitney i'm good <laughs> I think I finally lost my mind. Today was a very frustrating day. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Um, oh, we need to give a huge shout out to Julia McManus. Julia! We, 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 we kind of sort of hurt her feelings by kind of sort of making fun of her. Um, but what we did not include was because in the last episode, we had a whole conversation about how it was confusing between Roanoke, Virginia and Roanoke, the lost colony, which is not a place anymore. But what we did not include was that part. And because we had to record the episode again, she just got the snarky end of our uh, 
jerkiness and not the the fun side of it. Mm-hmm. So um, Julia McManus is the most awesome person. And, we love you. And she got a new kitten. <gasps> Ichabod. She's like our biggest supporter in this. So like mm-hmm. last thing we want to do is upset her. So big shout out to Julia McManus. Again. You, she's gonna get a shout out every episode. We're gonna pretty much, out. yeah. She well, she did get the <laughs> she, she did get she true. She she did get the producer credit on the last episode because she that. she literally gave us uh, resources, which mm-hmm. I think qualifies. Um, and I upped our titles to uh, executive producers mm-hmm. because fancy. I saw that me and Archie were the uh, emotional support. You are emotional support because <laughs> let's face it. Archie is also a part of the podcast because mm-hmm. he has made cameos in all of them. Every single one so far. He might not tonight. Yeah, he's asleep he's... currently because the poor thing has an infected uh, nail claw thing. And um, yeah, he's kind of out right now. I don't. And the, the weird thing is that he was super hyper not long ago, but Mickey gave me the great idea to do some scent training with him because he can't really run around like he normally would. So we're working on some, so we put some of his food in a box. You had to sniff it out and figure it out and to get his lunch. And I did that several times. Um, <laughs> and it seems to actually have worked and tired him out because he's asleep, he's which is the first time that's happened on this podcast. Yes, that's true. There's no like mysterious noises in the background. Yeah, and so he's far. not licking his he's not licking his paw either because he was wearing the cone of shame for the last like three days, and I'm choosing to trust him, which is a very that's an might be a lapse in judgment. He's um, a puppy still, <laughs> but he's he's asleep, so I think he's okay. All right, that's awesome. <laughs> it's exciting. He's a good boy. Oh, uh, which reminds me, so in the last episode, you guys heard the howl that he um... did that was like kind of impressive and kind of lovely he has a lovely mm-hmm. lovely howl it's not too loud it but it gets your attention mm-hmm. um what we what i had to cut out because it was a little chaotic was that mickey was having him howl because they were locked outside and megan wasn't looking at her phone because we were recording so the genius move that i'm just in awe of it i thought it was the, like i thought about it later and i was like that was freaking genius <laughs> Uh, they they got Archie to howl to get Megan's attention, mm-hmm. and it worked instantly. Yeah, it was it was yeah, brilliant. I I went out into the kitchen and I just I just see Mickey's hand coming in through the mail slot, <laughs> and Archie like wagging his tail like like why can't you come in? What's wrong? And then I made eye contact with Mickey through the through the through mail the slot, window, which if it wasn't it looked at me very sad. If it wasn't Mickey, it would have been creepy. Oh but my it was god, that'd be terrifying. Very cute. Um, yes. So I was just in awe of that, and I hope you tell them that. Oh, yeah. I, I will definitely inform them when I pick them up later. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, today's been, like, a day. I'm sorry. It's okay. Oh, that's why I'm drinking wine. Mm-hmm. Also, it's a screw top, so... <laughs> Ooh, a fancy... Easy access. Nice easy access. <laughs> <laughs> You have frozen on my screen, so I'm oh, hoping no. you can still hear me. I can oh, still hear you, you and everything. Yeah, you're coming back. I'm. Oh, I'm getting a new laptop. Um, <gasps> yes. My dad, in his kindness, um, bought me a laptop, so that'll be here on Thursday. So next That's week. That's so exciting! I'm so excited for you. Easier for me to do more than one thing on my mm-hmm. laptop. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Um, I'm also excited because I wore a themed shirt for my story. <gasps> you did. I did. Oh my god, let me see. <gasps> Can I say what I'm seeing? Yes. I'm seeing UFOs. Yes, it's a hint. 
as a hint. Oh my god, there's so many things that could be about. <laughs> I know. Aliens are also a very common topic that we have. So mm-hmm. I I was like, I'm going to wear it because I have more than one Storm Area 51 shirt. This is not one of them. This is just one of my generic alien shirts. But uh-huh. I was like, what? which one should I wear? Because I have options. And that is <laughs> I my... I love that you have options. Fashion sense. It's just a t-shirt that has a funny logo on it. This one is mm-hmm. actually kind of pretty, which is why I decided to wear it. I did yeah, no, that, that, so that's actually like a really Instagram. nice looking shirt. Right? It's just so simple. Exactly. Like, I love that kind of t-shirt where it's... Like, it's a graphic tee, but it's not like a logo or like a word. But it's right. actually like really well done and like... It's, all, it's, it's like yeah. it's less like picture of animal and more like graphic design and like art yes yes it's a little that's artsy. what i'm trying to say <laughs> yeah listen i'm not gonna judge you on words today <laughs> <laughs> i spent like four hours at work trying to solve the problem that i caused so <laughs> today was a little bit of a frustrating day because it also caused like a different issue that i have not solved yet and uh i'm probably not going to solve on my own Which is why there are experts that get paid a lot of money that Mm -hmm. uh, are not me. Uh, (laughs) And I don't have to do computer programming uh, generally. So, Mm -hmm. yay. Yeah. Uh, Today has also been like a very intense uh, OCD day for me. Oh, no. I have obsessive compulsive disorder. So I keep thinking that I have to like do something that I don't need to do. Mm -hmm. Like my front door. I keep worrying that it is open. It's not open. I know I yeah. closed it. I heard it latch. But like in my in the back of my mind, I'm like, I should, I should go check on it. Mm-hmm. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah, you go do that. Okay. Check that door. Oh, my God. That was perfect timing. Wasn't that smooth? That was perfect timing. I just sang the Jeopardy song and you came back right at the end. <laughs> like, freakishly um, perfect timing. Nice. Well, I have, I live in a small apartment. It, the front door is actually not that far. It nice. is down That's like stairs. my old apartment was very similar. Yeah. I actually don't mind living. I've only, on my own, I've only lived in studio apartments. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually don't mind it at all. Because yeah. it's like my own little space. Yeah, honestly, I loved my first apartment before I moved in with Mickey. It was a perfect size for one person. Like, if it wasn't for how outrageous the rent was, because I had to pay. So, like, the rent in and of itself was fine, but I also had to pay electric. Ooh. And the heat was electric. Mm. (laughs) So the winters kicked my ass, and it was awful. In the summers, I could get away without having the air on whenever I wasn't there, because it was just a window unit, and it was so small that it would cool off in like an hour right. but the winters were horrendous um but it was a really cute apartment so you had to go up the stairs to get in so it was i think i mentioned this in the last episode that it was um i think it's called a carriage house it's above the garage um so that might have been the last episode oh that might have been the last episode <laughs> so yeah so i lived in what is <laughs> called a carriage house it's a like a finished apartment above a garage and it was my old boss's friends um in like in-law suite but then he got divorced like right after he finished it so i moved in (laughs) and like honestly it was great like minus 
the rent, but I yeah. got I got to use his massive TV. I got to I had access to his Hulu account and like nice. all of his and like his Wi Fi and everything. That's a good situation. Um, he put in a washer dryer unit for me, and yeah. it was it was a really like nice place to live for a short amount of time. That's awesome for one person. Yeah, but, like. There's no way that two people could live there without killing each other. No, yeah, I don't think I could. I don't think I could live with anyone at this point in my life. Like, probably ever again. Um, I don't have the patience for other human beings mm-hmm. um, in my personal space. Like, this is how I live. This is how I want to live. This is mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, what's going on. But I do, I do feel you on the, the like the bills. I don't have to pay the water here. That's um, good, which is lovely. Uh, it's not like I use that much water anyway. Mm-hmm. But. Um, I do have to pay the electric and the heat is electric. So I have to, according to my lease, I have to keep it at 59 degrees, which means that the heat is. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense because like, you have to make sure the pipes don't freeze. Exactly. So um, I, I do leave it at exactly 59 degrees. And then mm-hmm. I have a space heater that I put near me. Nice. So it doesn't have to be warm. <laughs> in, That's good. That's really good. In the whole apartment. It's just warm near me, which is lovely. Mm-hmm. And with a small apartment, I imagine that it spreads enough that it's not like just where you are. You probably have like a little bit of a yeah. It, it's it, there's some zone. distance. I have it, it's sort of feels like a loft situation. Okay, cool. Just so you guys can describe like the place you'll never go. Um, <laughs> but uh, because I am at the top of the building, like all the heat rises in the winter too. Mm-hmm. So that's also a, a big bonus. Yeah, that's super nice. Because <laughs> yeah, at my old place, like you would think that the heat would rise. But since I was above a garage, it was the very heat, cold. Yeah, yeah. The, the heat <laughs> so like does I not had to jack you. that heat up in order to be warm. That is fair. And I um, also get cold very easily, so like I like it to be warm. <laughs> oh, I when I lived, I lived at one point in a bed and breakfast as an innkeeper. Oh my god, that's awesome! It was it was pretty cool. Uh, that in, that bed and breakfast has since shut down for reasons. Um, but I lived there for like. 10 months mm-hmm. i moved out two months early because the, the upside i didn't have to pay rent uh the downside was there was like no privacy yeah that um, makes sense. and there's uh it wasn't that there was this expectation but i always felt like there was an expectation to constantly be working and uh the other innkeepers that they hired because they're like one of there had to be two of us so we had some days off um the other innkeeper that they hired also lived there. Uh, other innkeepers. They, and neither of them really knew what they were doing. Like, they didn't they refused to learn the software to book people and just kind of, like, treated it like it was their own house. And it was not a great situation. Yeah. Um, so I ended up always doing, like, the booking of the clients. And I was there overnight because I lived there. So yeah. whoever was there during the day would book them, and then I would book them. And even if I wasn't working... They would ask me to book them, and it was really just kind of annoying. So yeah, I moved definitely. out. Moving on. Interesting, though. <laughs> I mean, it was it was it was an old house. It was like built in the early 1900s. It had like Ooh. stained glass, original woodwork, haunted as fuck. Oh. I nicknamed the ghost Boots because I had a dream that his name was Boots. <laughs> oh my god, this just makes me think of Hotel Hell with Gordon Ramsay. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, I do. I watch that one too. Um, mm-hmm. but I was, I was closing up one night and I was the only one, there weren't any guests. And this is an old, like old, 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 old house. And I came in off of the veranda and 
there's this big entryway and this big grandiose staircase that goes up. And I looked up and on the landing, because it goes up, there's a landing and it goes up uh, further. And there's a big chandelier. Gorgeous, gorgeous building. Um, but I, I look up on the landing and there's just a shadow person. No. And then he ran and the light flickered. And I about shit my pants. Uh, that was not funny. He's awake. No, he's, he's barking in his sleep. He's <gasps> like, ruff, ruff, ruff. He's so cute. Oh my goodness. What a good boy. I don't, I don't, I'll be curious to see if the mic picked that up now that I have the new one. I mean, I the heard it. The other one would have for sure. Oh, did, wait, yeah. did you hear it? I heard it, yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if he was awake, but it's just like starting to no, play again. No, he's still asleep. He's dreaming. That's so cute. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut off your story. It's absolutely fine. It was about shadow people, and you know how I feel about shadow people. I know how you feel about shadow people. They I'm going to cover that eventually. Hell. Okay. Uh, it we has to be during the day. Yes. We have yes. to record That's fine. Uh, which, as we go into the winter months, has to be earlier and earlier. So, <laughs> We're going to have to record way earlier, because it'll be dark by now. Yes. Which I hate. Uh, Ugh. Ugh. Uh, we're also going to do a Halloween special. Yes. Uh, which will be something spooky-ish, I guess. Right? I have so well, I, it could. Yeah, I don't know. I have so many ideas because I love spooky things. So yes. I can pick anything. We enjoy spooky things. So we'll so look forward to our Halloween special. If we start plugging it now, maybe people will listen to us more. <gasps> yeah, we don't even know what it's going to be yet. But it'll be special. It'll be special. <laughs> um, It was literally a text message at like 10 o'clock I sent you last night. I was like, we should do a Halloween special. And Meg was like, fuck yes. Yes. We should, but also I'm going to sleep. Uh, <laughs> I didn't go to sleep until like 2 a.m. So no, I, had I saw a that lot because I woke up in the middle of the night because I, for some reason, had insomnia again. I don't fucking know why. Mm. Um, and I saw that you were awake because I saw you posting things or liking things or something. And I was like, oh, look, Whitney's awake. <laughs> I liked a lot of podcasts on our thing. Follow Yay! us at shit I think is cool on Instagram. Um, <laughs> I had a lovely conversation with the people at uh, Hollywood Paranormal. I, I kept getting notifications, and I'm like, I guess Wendy's talking to someone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were talking. They posted a thing about Chadwick Boseman. Got it. And uh, I commented on it because it was a, it was a very nice thing mm-hmm. that they posted, and um, and we ta- we we were talking about him because he's awesome. Not just Black Panther, even though Black Panther means so much to so many people because representation matters, people. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of like all his other work on and off screen, because oh, he yeah, fought definitely. for like, he fought for a role in I think it was Days of Our Lives. It was a soap opera. I'm honestly um, not. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm really bad with actors and what actresses in, like, and like famous people. I don't know anything about anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you have other interests. Yeah. Um, but he 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 was in a role and he fought for it not to be a stereotypical black person that's awesome and uh i don't know if he got fired over that um i've been reading a lot about him so it's all kind of blurring awesome. together but I, Michael I B. Jordan one of the things that i did see him. was that he in the last like two years while he was fighting cancer himself he was visiting like kid cancer patients yes like, which oh my god i like i love that because mm-hmm. at no point did he even allude to the fact that he was sick exactly. so it was like he was like i don't want to make it about me because mm-hmm. he was there for the kids and like exactly just that's some, like, icon shit right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, it's a little sad that he died. Um, it's very sad that he died. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we will, you know, continue to hold him up like the hero, real-life hero that he was. Yes. Um, well put. Yes. He 
was a nice man. Mm-hmm. Um, I also enjoyed his smile. He always had a great smile. Mm-hmm. So, I stared at my phone when I found out uh, about it. I just mm-hmm. like stared at my phone in shock. Yeah, actually, well, actually, um, you sent it. You sent that to me, mm-hmm. and whenever a couple of my friends were over, and then I think like five minutes later, my friend Elizabeth looked at her phone and she just like had that look, and I was like, I know what you're gonna say. Like, yeah, like it was. Yeah, it was the same. So thing. unexpected. So mm-hmm. sad. He married his, the love of his life, like, shortly before. It was, like, the sweetest thing. Is he oh still, is he still dreaming in his, his little puppy sleeps? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He whimpers and cries. <laughs> he hasn't started running yet, but he does that, too. My cat does that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, he snores like he is a 40-year-old man with some some blockage in his Sleep nose. Sleep apnea? Yes, thank you. That's my dad. Uh, he snores so loud <laughs> oh for a small cat. He's not even that small, but like he snores so loud. He also like if he exerts himself in any way, shape, or form, he has to catch his breath for a while. Oh no! And I'm like, I feel that. Um, but yeah, he and but he'll he'll be asleep and just like start. Oh no! And like twitching his little little face and little paws, like he's like. I don't, he's probably killing something in his dreams and enjoying the hell out of it. Probably. Because he is a little demon. <laughs> I'll what? post a picture of him because no one's seen him. Yeah. Also, what is your cat's name? Rio. Rio. I've never known what your cat's name is. Because <laughs> I call him my cat. Yeah. Um, his his name is Curio. Curio. But I call him Rio. Uh, Curio named after the character from Twelfth Night. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Because he was also a very curious cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, I was thinking, he, like, curio, yeah. like, an item. Like, curio, yeah. I was like, that's yeah. actually kind of cool, too. Yeah, it's cute. Um, he was a very curious kitten, um, to the point where he did not know fear until he met snow. Uh-oh. I don't know why that was the thing that terrified him first, but that would that set off the whole thing of, like, I don't like that. Nope. When you say Mm-mm. When you say he met snow, do you mean actual snow or an animal named snow? Actual snow. Oh, okay, got it. Not even encountered it just saw it in the window didn't like it did not like it still does not like it when it snows he is in that window like i will fucking kill you if you come over here and i don't know why he's just been he i picked him because he looked like yoda because he had giant ears Mm -hmm. thinking he'd grow into them Ooh, lordy he did not grow into the ears (laughs) at all we have a we have a we have something in common with our pets your Mm -hmm. dog has big ears my oh my god, his ears are massive. <laughs> yeah, Archie has never seen snow, so mm. we'll see it this upcoming winter. I have an inkling that his reaction will not be murder. No, I think he's going to go insane, but in a good way. <laughs> he's definitely going to, like, I'm, my first thing I'm going to do is make a snowball and, like, toss it into a pile of snow and see how confused he is when he can't find it. <laughs> I love it. That's going to be really fun. Oh yeah, he's he's going to. I, I think I really think he's gonna like it once he gets used to how cold it is. I think he's gonna like jump in and roll. Yeah, there's and that. All that. Um, my sister's dog is a an abominable snowman. Aww. He's very low to the ground. He's a low mm-hmm. rider, um, but he has a lot a lot of fur. Um, mm-hmm. So he usually like, gets stuck to his fur, but he loves it. He'll go crazy in it. Uh, he does not like being the wet part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when he comes inside, though, so they have him. T- he has his own towel, and they like clean him off and get him all dried up and like mm-hmm. hold him for a minute so he warms up. But he loves. He fucking loves snow. He goes ape. It's the cutest thing. <sighs> fucking wolf. Um, it does sound better in here though. 
Um, just based on like, well, okay. So I will say recording with out there was with recording with the, the not great microphones, which is also why this is why I wrote Megan. That's why Megan's not loud. Uh, the <laughs> problem was I had a new microphone, but Megan's hadn't come yet. So last episode, uh, the volume on Megan's track fluctuated a lot because, uh, the microphone that I gave her was cheap, cheap as shit. <laughs> um, and so it made her sound like she was yelling into the microphone, but she wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though I tried to adjust the volume, it fluctuated so much throughout the recording that there was not a happy midpoint. So Megan is not a loud person. I just want mm-hmm. everyone to know that. And the volume situation was me and not Megan. Um, I'm a very quiet person. Is Yes. Which is like, <laughs> someone mentioned to me, she, they were like, Megan was so loud this time. And I was like, that's because my microphone was working and her microphone was working very, very well, but also <laughs> not well. Um, and it was just like, at the beginning, it sounded really good. And then it kind of like, throughout the way got a little higher and then a little lower and then <laughs> but bonus points you could understand everything that we said which yeah. you could not in the first episode so mm-hmm. yay. yay and hopefully this one will be even better yes maybe hopefully I fingers hope so. crossed yeah knock on we're, we're aiming up onwards and upwards mm-hmm. uh we started with the template of uh my favorite murder to work off of and i feel like we're tar- starting to take it in our own direction too which a is little lovely. bit yeah um, I'm sweating. It's so hot. I'm Where's so sorry. Hand? Oh, it's not even pointed at me. That is why. Stand by. Come here. Oh, no, bitch. Okay. I have a fan now. I apologize for the noise, but it is fucking hot in here, so deal with it. <laughs> um, can you hear it? It's actually not that bad right now. Uh, okay. if I were recording for like audio, why is, why is Julia? Um, if I were recording for audio, I would not be able to have it on. You good? How's that wine doing? Fine. I didn't almost. <laughs> I didn't almost face plant. It's uh-uh. fine, guys. I'm gonna drink some more. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Should it's so um, good. Should we do your Siri number thingy? Yes. Are we are you, are you ready to jump yeah, in? Yeah, I'm I'm ready. Yeah. Okay, Just, cool. Um All right, I'm going to you pick first. Uh 3. You said 3? Yeah. I'm going to pick 7. Okay. Okay. Siri, pick a number between 1 and 10. The answer is 9. Boom. Hey. Um you said yours was short this this week, right? Yeah, yeah, it's shorter, and I can make it. I can also cut out some stuff if yours is is long. So, I'm flexible. Oh, okay, that sounds. Yeah, don't cut anything out because I mean it's long. It's long. Whatever. People will listen if if they want to. That's true. Um, yeah. I will go first okay. because mine is kind of long, and sure. that way, um, yes, and that way, just kind of. I have to cut stuff out, but it's just easier. Um, okay, so this week, I didn't turn the chair. I turned everything else, and I, but I didn't turn the chair. So if I lean too far to the left, uh, it's going to collapse because it's a collapsible oh, no. uh, stool, which is also very not comfortable. If anyone has, like, a good, like, cheap 
stool with a back on it, hit me up. Uh, because mama's back hurts on this goddamn chair. I think I, I think I left it in the last episode. My butt hurts. It does not take much. It, it padded, but it is the most uncomfortable thing. Um, which I think is why those panels fall. Because I lean against them. Um, a little bit. Not all of them, so they don't need to all fall. They just do. They're just following suit like a bunch of lemmings. Yeah, I think it's because it's, it's, it's humid back here. Um, my air conditioner's on the other side of my apartment. So, lemmings. Did you ever play that? Complete side yes. note. Did you ever play that? game for Nintendo? Oh, I, don't uh, know if, I don't know if it was for Nintendo. There was an old computer game that my friend, my, my, I shouldn't say my friends, but like my class was obsessed with in fourth yeah. grade. It was like, like a preloaded in game on all of our school computers. It might have been. You and it was younger than me. insane. It was, it, you had to like challenges, right? You had to like build builders and you had like blockers. Yeah, and you had to yeah, like someone it. dig and like someone build the things and like you had yeah. to sacrifice some of the lemons. <laughs> so the first time that my sister and I played that uh, we didn't know what to do, so we had we had it on our TV, and we were playing. We were like trying to figure out what to do because there wasn't. And back in the, the those days, there was not a tutorial to be like, "This is what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Like, do these things." This is like learning period. Like even Halo has that. Um, we were playing, and we didn't know what to do. And it was the first one. It's probably the easiest challenge is basically you have to put a blocker at the end to get them to go back the way they came because that's where the exit was they have to go past the entrance to get to the exit the opposite direction we didn't know that they got to a hill and uh we didn't know what to do <laughs> <laughs> i'm sending you i'm sending you a picture on your phone and let me know if that's the game that you played so, okay. Because that's the one that we have. Uh, it probably is. I can't imagine. Yes, it's the same okay, one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's the same one that we played. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's... Uh, I'm glad you played it. Yeah, this is the one you dig, and then you go that way. Um, yeah, so, no, this was, like, the f it was like the first level where you have to, like... It's a cliff. Yeah. Yeah, they all they all died. Um, <laughs> we, my mom was like, what are you guys doing? And we were like, we don't know. She was, like... She was cracking up because all she could hear from the other room was... And there were a hundred of them. So there were a hundred ah, just over, over and over, over again. again. And you can speed up their exit from the entrance. Yes. So like once you like figure out um, like what solutions you're going to do and you have like a clear path to the end, you can like speed it up to get it the fuck over with because it takes a fucking long yeah. time sometimes. So we just sped it up and it was like, ah, 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 ah. Uh, still my favorite game of all time. Uh, we still have our Super Nintendo. So yes. maybe I'll try to talk oh, breaking game. that out. Yeah. yeah, we would we had uh, these, we had like competitions with that game in, in middle <laughs> school. Like, basically, like you got to keep playing until you lost, and then mm -hmm. then you got kicked off. And like everyone yes. would be mad that you kept winning until you started doing really good, and then they'd start cheering for you. But then they would start nice. to hate you because then they wanted to play. <laughs> right. Um, the upside to Nintendo, the Super Nintendo version, you could have two players. <gasps> oh, that's mm -hmm. magical. And whoever got them all in first one oh. but you could also continue like i don't know it was a weird situation yeah. it was a very early game mm -hmm. um but yeah uh highly recommend it if you guys can find it and play it because yeah. you can murder some little lemmings and not feel bad about it <laughs> oh my god they also make a, a satisfying pop when they explode um and i know this for other reasons because you can also make them all explode <laughs> 
Okay, wait. I just looked it up, and um, Lemmings for Nintendo Super NES is available on Amazon <gasps> for... Wow, for, why is it for $64? Is that a different one? It's a classic game. No, I, can't, I cannot imagine they keep they kept making it. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think these are all super old. What's this one? Um, 49. Yeah, it's, a, it's a classic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a classic game. Like, I would pay that for the nostalgia of it if I did not have still the original in perfect working order. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks like the PC version is $30. It's a little bit better. Yay! Um... Maybe that'll be... Honestly, once we hit 50 episodes, we should um, treat ourselves. <gasps> yeah. We should also do a joint episode. But... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go first. Yes. Back to back to the podcast. <laughs> um, and not nostalgia. I'm going to do the San Luis Valley. <gasps> Ooh. Aliens. Aliens. Yes. Um, so, my sources... This is why I need a new laptop. Okay, my sources are OutThereColorado.com, The Huffington Post, Almosa News, and The New York Times. I like that the Almosa News is in there, like, on the same <laughs> level. Not to, like, it's the Almosa News. It's very Alamosa. I'm so sorry. It's the Alamosa News. I was going to get some You're meals. doing wonderfully. I am drinking wine. I am uh, jealous. <laughs> uh... Yes, so the Alamosa News is like a, a local newspaper from Alamosa, Colorado, mm-hmm. um, and they covered part of this at a certain point in time. So just for context, got it. Um, so uh, the San Luis Valley is part is the, a vast high altitude valley in Colorado. It spans eight thousand square miles in south central Colorado, at an average elevation of seven thousand six hundred and sixty four feet above sea level. Which is kind of high. Yeah. Uh. Sorry, Mom. Uh, it is approximately 120 miles long and 75 miles wide. So not like a small yeah. valley either. Um, it is home to the Great Sand Dunes and is drained by the iconic Rio Grande River. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. It's coming back. It's that Chipotle I had for lunch. <gasps> oh, my God. Um, it sounds amazing right now. Right? I got home and there was a Chipotle uh, Uber Eats driver uh, order on the front porch. It was a person with a Chipotle bag, not just an order. Mm-hmm. There's a human. He was waiting uh, for the person who ordered it, which was my downstairs neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how he was going to get in touch with him because he didn't have his phone. He sort of just seemed to be standing on the porch. Um, and I was like, I had to ask who it was for. And it was not me because I'd ordered... Uh, Chipotle for lunch, and I was like, did I mess up? <laughs> Wasn't me. Good good times. Um, I don't know why I, my brain went there, but whatever. Um, so the San Luis Valley was created by the great Rio Grande Rift, which is thought to have occurred 26 million years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it stretches flat for several miles and is surrounded by a sharp ridgeline of mountains reaching heights of 14,000 feet or more. Um, the area used to be a massive lake, but over time is basically just dra- drained and dried up. So it's just a big uh, basin. It looks uh, weirdly like a caldera of a volcano. Ooh, ooh, I like that. 
volcanoes are sexy. Yeah, they are. Uh, so there are a few small towns, uh, Del Norte, Alamosa, boom, and Crestone. Uh, it's easy to say that it feel, but it's easy to feel isolated there, especially at night, because there's not a lot of light pollution. Um, so you don't hear any unnatural sounds because there's no nearby highways. Um, and you can go quite a long way before you even spot another living human being. Mm -hmm. So it's a very secluded, uh, area and, uh, pretty much withdrawn from the rest of the state, which is kind of nice. I would go there. Um, there's a population of just 47,000 in the San Luis Valley, according to 2010 census data. Uh, that equates to about 5.6 people per square mile. Colorado Springs, for example, has 2,426 people per square mile, oh, and Denver has 4,674 people per square mile. So, very sparse. Mm -hmm. um, if you ever end up out there, it feels kind of like um, Tortilla Flats. Uh, if you ever go to just outside of Phoenix, there's a small town that population of six. Um, oh my god. There's a cafe you can stop in. You can write your name on the dollar bill and they put it on the wall. Oh my god, I There's love no it. cell phone reception. Um, the food there is pretty good. And everyone works for pretty much the, the restaurant, I think, <laughs> to some degree. There's a little, there's a little uh, cute little museum. It's like one room with like four things on the wall. Oh my god, I love it. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there, but I will definitely go back because I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah. Um, and then when you leave, uh, if you keep going on the road, from there, it turns into a dirt road. Yeah. Oh my god, so that sounds need, like, like the beginning somewhere. of a horror movie. It sounds like the beginning of Tremors. I've never seen Tremors, but that's the second time I've heard Tremors mentioned today, which is very interesting. Did I bring it up earlier? Because no, I feel like no. I had a dream about uh, it. Mallory I was talking brought it up in our it. meeting. <laughs> nice! Um, we're going to have to have a marathon, because it is my favorite series, up until the, the fourth one. I... I don't, I don't subscribe to it after the third one, or there was briefly a series. Mm -hmm. Okay, moving on. <laughs> we will have this conversation later. Okay. <laughs> but I highly recommend mm -hmm. it. Uh, it's a good drinking movie. Um, okay, something the valley is known for. Dot, dot, dot. I wrote this. I don't know why I wrote that in there. I think I was being dramatic. Uh, UFS, <laughs> way to drop the ball there. UFO sightings are a common occurrence here. It's called the B Bermuda Triangle of the West. <gasps> Connections! I, I thought you would enjoy That's that part. That's a connection to our first episode. And... <laughs> I was going to say and the second one, but it wasn't. I think we... We talked about the Bermuda Triangle in the second one, too. Did we? I, it was mentioned for a similar reason. I mean, aliens. Oh, yeah, aliens were also a... Platypi. Yeah, platypi, aliens. Alien platypi. Um, alien the platypi. little space helmet. Listen, we need someone to design that. I want I want a platypus with a space helmet. Someone do that for yes, us. please. And we will put it on merch and uh -huh, give you uh -huh. ro royalties, because that's all we can give you right yeah. now. We're very poor. We're very poor. Um, okay, so UFO sightings in this area go back to... As far as the 1600s. Ooh, that's a long time. Yeah. Yes. And it's estimated that 20,000 people have visited the UFO Watchtower, which was the estimate between uh, the time that it was built in 2000 and the time that the Huffington Post published an article about it 
in 2011. And if you're wondering what the UFO watchtower is, I'm going to explain. I was wondering. Uh, yeah, the article was kind of written and kind of out. Right? <laughs> so I just copied and pasted and I was like, well, this can probably explain. So then I went to the Huffington Post article, which explains that it was built by Judy Messaline. Uh, she moved to the valley to raise cattle, but was so intrigued with the stories of UFOs that uh, the locals told her that she ended up building this rectangular metal platform. Um, it stands about 10 feet high and can accommodate up to 60 people at a time. Uh, according to Messaline, quote, we see objects that we cannot explain. Lights that go real fast and stop or they'll go in one direction and suddenly go in the opposite direction without stopping. Unquote. It's worth noting that Judy Messaline has a vortex garden, which psychics have said contains not just one, but two separate portals to a parallel universe. <gasps> parallel universes! Yes. Uh, it did harken back to a lot of things. Yeah. I was like, this is a fun story. Um, that There's a whole story about her uh, and, and her garden uh, that I didn't want to go into because it kind of got away from the topic that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. But if you're interested, look her up. Uh, there's a lot of things. Uh, it's five dollars to go on. At least it was in 2011 to go on the platform. So, like, if you're ever in the area, check it out. I'm sure it's amazing, regardless of if you see UFOs or not. So, as of the publishing of the article in 2011, Messaline has said that there have been nearly 60 sightings, 26 of which have been seen by her. Um, because there isn't a large population in the valley. The skies are clearer at night because there's less light pollution, which I think I also refer to later. So, popular topic. Light pollution is why we can't see the stars. Exactly. Um, because there's so much light in cities and populated areas, even the suburbs. Mm -hmm. So, unless you're out in the middle of nowhere, which this place does seem to be. Yeah, and like you're not really out in the middle of nowhere, too. Like, even when Nikki yeah. and I were camping a couple weekends ago, you still couldn't see mm -hmm. too much because there's still so much like around us. Exactly. Like, not in the campsite, but everywhere else. Yeah. Um, it, just because you're in a campsite that feels like it's isolated. But it's really it's not. not. Um, but if you really want to see the stars, apparently this is the place to go. Perfect. Um, other sightings reported in the area come in a wide variety, with some consisting of reported dots of light moving at impossible steep speeds in erratic directions. Other sightings of objects that resemble floating metallic balloons. Mm. What are you doing? Me? Oh, sorry, I'm checking on Archie. Noise. He woke up. Oh, okay. I just heard a snapping noise. Oh, the, what are you, I'm I sorry. That was, my, that was my finger. <laughs> I was cracking my fingers. Ouch. Sorry. That sounds like it hurt. It's like, I can't see you, so I'm just like listening. Sorry, to I was noises. trying to do it quietly. <laughs> oh, Once I start, like I can't stop until I've cracked all of them. I'm, I, I do the same thing. Uh, it drives my friend mad. She hates it. I can't stop. It's, you, get, you become addicted because mm -hmm. you really pressure. But that was loud. Um, frequent uh, other sightings of objects that resemble floating metallic balloons. Okay, frequent reports of potential abductions in the area have also surfaced over the years. One report from uh, a hunter that suddenly realized he was missing three hours of memory. Damn. Yeah. Uh, a tale told by a truck driver headed through the valley that a he approached a bright light before losing four hours of a well-logged day. So it was a well-documented day, mm -hmm. so he knew he missed four hours, which is well and 
intense. Um, following that instance, the driver allegedly experienced claustrophobia and violent nightmares. Damn. Yeah. So the the biggest story that I, I found uh, about the valley uh, is a story that's gotten passed around the valley. It's called. It's about a horse named Snippy. A horse. A horse named Snippy. Snippy. Yes. And this brings me to a caution warning. (gasps) Yes. Did you say caution warning? Caution warning, because there are some descriptions of some gross things ahead. And if you're sensitive to that, I wanted to give you a caution warning, because it could be gross. I'm also going to post a photo, but I will put a caution warning on that as well. Um, So according to the Alamosa News... Snippy was found dead in September 1967, lying on her side with her head stripped bare of the, to the bone uh, via strangely precise cuts. Upon her discovery, there was a strong chemical scent still floating through the air. So Snippy was actually na- an Appaloosa named Lady, and uh, she was actually a creature of habit. So she wanted things, she did them at the same time, like... It was just her, her comfort zone. Mm-hmm. We all have them. Uh, even horses. Uh, her, her caregiver, Harry King, who was the owner's brother, the owner being his sister, Nellie, who she comes up later, so I wanted to clarify that. Mm-hmm. Um, he became concerned when she didn't come to the fence behind his home for her water and usual treats, so she'd kind of free roam and then make her way back for noms. Mm-hmm. Um, because also, horses are also food motivated, mm-hmm. just like dogs. <gasps> Um, and he was the caregiver, uh, of her, so, uh, I want to put that out there, too, because I wrote these notes in an odd order. He went looking for the horse and found her lying on her side with her head stripped bare. Um, he said the precision cuts on the flank... Ooh, I lost it. I'm Welcome to my noises. Um, He went looking for her. He said the precision cuts on the flank could not have come from a coyote or even a pack of them. The strong chemical smell akin to acetone lingered in the air. When Nellie and her husband Burl Lewis began walking around the grisly scene hours later, the odor was still in the air and the bones appeared to have been exposed to the sun for years, though they still had a pinkish cast to them. Hmm. Yes. It is a little weird, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Although the carcass had been exposed for several days it was not bloated and there was no smell uh other than the acid smell so it wasn't the smell of of um decomposition right which you would expect yeah uh no predator predators vultures or buzzards had found it appealing though the flesh at the base of the neck was really pliable um which would have been like their their thing yeah carrion birds like like like, the like soft flesh the flesh of soft oh, things oh, oh. Um, this is why there's a caution warning. Because um, <laughs> I was going to get weird. I love horses, so like reading this was a little bit upsetting for me. Um, the horse's footprints ended about 100 feet from where the remains lay. Ooh, that's there weird. were no, There were no other prints around. That's so weird. Uh, the Lewis's found 15 birds that could be circular exhaust marks. Which th- th- feels like... Where the Appaloosa News could have been objective... It feels like uh, this this article was uh, the 50th anniversary okay. of the Snippy incident. So it feels like they were just like trying to lean into it because I think they also were like, we get a lot of uh, tourists yeah. 
for this shit, so like lean into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't blame them for it, but yeah, so like they, they do a lot of things like this. So the Lewis has found 15 burns that could be circular exhaust marks. A hundred yard, yards north of the carcass, they found a three foot bush and bushes within a 10 foot radius of that bush had been flattened to within 10, 10 inches of the ground. Interesting. Six indentations, two inches across and six inches deep, formed a circular three-foot diameter. On the bushes, Nellie found some gelatin-like green globs and a piece of metal covered with horsehair. After touching these, her hands began to burn and hurt until she could wash them. The only footprints around were those of people uh, that Nellie knew had been there. Uh, she reported the incident to the sheriff, who declared that the horse had been killed by lightning, despite no weather reports showing that kind of activity in the area. Mm-hmm. A columnist for the Rocky Mountain News suggested that the horse had tripped and fallen with it, and its head had been uh, landed in a band of cannibal ants. What? Cannibal ants? Cannibal ants. I've never heard of them. Yeah. Um, Dwayne Martin... A United States Forest Service employee arrived with a Geiger counter and began testing. The area around the burn mark was radioactive, and so were the green globs and the horsehair-wrapped metal object. So, that's mm-hmm. interesting. I don't know why I don't remember reading writing that. See, <laughs> aliens. Anyway, sev- maybe. Uh, several days after the horsehair was found, uh, police in the Great in the nearby Great Sand Dunes National Park, found a Dr. John Altschuler trespassing on the monument after dark. Uh, Great Sand Dunes is a national park, and uh, it's based around the sand dunes that were left when it was a lake. When the police lectured him about breaking the law, he begged to keep his name a secret, afraid his reason for being in the park would ruin his career if it came out. Guess what it was? Looking for aliens. Yeah, he was watching for UFOs. Yeah! When the officers learned that he was a blood, he was an expert in blood coagulation, they decided to let him off the hook and take him for a ride out to Harry King's ranch to look at uh, Snippy's remains. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully that a medical expert could help them right. figure out what the hell happened. Yeah. Um, he found the animal's lungs, heart, and thyroid were completely missing, uh, removed with some of the cleanest cuts he'd ever seen. The brain and abdominal organs were gone. There was no material in the spinal column. At the edges, the uh, the thin the, the sliced skin was deep was a deep black in color. At the edges, the sliced skin was a deep black in color. I read it. Ed. That is so <sighs> weird. All of this is so yeah. weird. It's very yeah. strange. Even stranger that was the lack of blood. <sighs> yeah. So even years later, uh, as an old man, he told the he told a reporter, quote, I have done hundreds of autopsies. You can cut into a body without getting some blood. You can't cut into a body without getting some blood. That makes more sense. (laughs) But there was no blood on the skin or on the ground. No blood anywhere. The outer edges of the skin were cut firm, almost as if they had been cauterized by a modern-day laser. But there was no cauterizing laser technology like that in 1967. End quote. After the media picked it up, uh, a guard was placed at the gate of the King's home, pending investigation by the Aerial Phenomenon Research Association, the APRO. Which, that sounds like a fun game. <laughs> um, news of the possible UFO, of possible UFO involvement eventually reached the Con- Condon Committee, C-O-N-D-O-N Committee, 
a group funded by the U.S. Air Force from 1966 to 1968 at the University of Colorado, and their purpose was to study the reports of UFOs. Uh, they reached out to a pathologist, Dr. Robert Adams, uh, to take a look at the animal and present his findings. Um, Adams examined Lady Snippy. Snippy. Um, so she was Lady up until she died, and then she was referred to as Snippy, and Nellie referred to her as Snippy from that point okay. on, too. So take it as you want. Um, Adams explained, examined Lady and the evidence. Uh, he concluded that there were no unearthly, quote, no unearthly causes, at least not to my mind. End quote. Uh, Harry King saw no one in the area before finding the horse, but Agnes King reported seeing and hearing unknown objects flying over her house. Mm. Yes. Nellie uh, con contended Adams' conclusions failed to account for the chemical odor and the lack of blood. The mutilation was blamed on space aliens, but those who didn't believe stories of flying saucers attributed the in injuries to everything from the flying who didn't believe in stories of flying saucers attributed the injuries to everything from secret government projects to the work of satanic cults. Cool. <laughs> Why would I don't? Uh... Why would satanic cults cut off the skin of a horse? Yeah, or also, yeah. why would a government, like, secret government agency do that, too? I don't understand. Right. Well, I if also was a secret government I just, agency. I hit the microphone, I'm so sorry. Um, I also I don't understand why aliens would do that, either. Like, I just don't get any of it. Yeah. None of it makes yeah. sense, um, to be honest. Mm -hmm. uh, unless they were trying to study a horse's head. Mm -hmm. I don't Which, know. like, yeah, I mean, like, that makes, like, it does, like, well, nothing makes sense. But out of everything, that makes sense. <laughs> Unless they were trying to do a, a Godfather. <gasps> yeah. But right? they kind of failed. Right? They just took the skin. They just took the skin. They, they took a snip of Snippy. Yeah. They took his <laughs> head. I'm took sorry, Snippy. Um, Snippy. Snippy. <laughs> Snippy. Bambi. Oh, no. Okay. I've never seen that. Um, actually, I've only seen that movie. I've never once. seen it. Uh, Thumper is annoying. <laughs> I, I have no alert. opinion. Mm, that's right. Um, until... Okay, so the, yeah, they people believe, attributed it to government or satanic cults until Superior Court Judge Charles E. Bennett of Denver and his wife said they had witnessed, quote, three reddish-orange rings in the sky that maintained a triangular formation, moved at high speed, and made a humming sound. Oh, I've heard that. I've definitely heard of the triangular shape thing before. I don't know if it's that story or another one, but I know I've heard that story before. I think it's the Phoenix Lights. Mm -hmm. There's more of a triangular uh -huh. shape. Um, uh, moved at high speed, like humming sound. Okay. And there were small black jet planes people claimed to have seen buzzing around the area where Snippy died. Wow. My ears are like super itchy. Um, while sightings have gone back as far as the 1600s, there was a decided uptick in sightings in the 1960s, which was during the space race. So a lot more people were looking at the space. Right. Um, while sightings have gone... I read that one. Wow. You got this. <gasps> There's a lot of speculation. <laughs> There's a lot of speculation about why so many UFO sightings occur in the San Luis Valley. 
uh, perhaps the most popular theory is that the UFO sightings aren't actually people seeing UFOs. There are a number of reasons people think that they, this might be the case, ranging from, I mostly read this one, I feel like I could have added more, but it's fine. There's a lot of facts. Um, ranging from motives related to increasing tourism in the area, to people simply seeing figments of their imagination above uh, the isolated valley floor. Um, one possible reason for the high number of U.S. What the fuck? One possible reason for the number high number of UFO sightings in the San Luis Valley could be that the sky is much more visible. Um, it's one of the state's darkest places. At redo. One possible reason for the high number of UFO sightings in the San Luis Valley could be that the sky is much more visible here. In fact, the, that part of the state is one of the darkest places in the country. Uh, far from any city capable of producing enough light pollution and is flanked by the high mountain walls on all sides. Another interesting theory regarding why so many UFO sightings occur is related to the assumption that there are simply more UFOs there than other places in the country. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a theory. It is. Um, the why being, <laughs> the why behind this reasoning is fascinating. Uh, it must be. I hope it is. I did write all of this and I have read it, but I slept a lot mm-hmm. this weekend. And so it feels like it was a month ago. No, uh, I totally feel that. The why behind this reasoning <laughs> is fascinating. Naps are great. Naps are life. Um, the UFOs are attracted to the valley's geothermal pools. Mm, geothermal. Ooh. Which means that, what, they're heated by the heat of the earth? Sure, oh, yeah. Did you say geothermal right. pool? Yeah, that makes yes. sense then. Okay. Um, in a 2013 Vice documentary on the subject, Judy Messaline, the lady with the platform, mm-hmm. uh, claims that there seem to be a connection between the hot spring pools and the high levels of UFO activity in various spots around the world, including the, including the San Luis Valley. These geothermal waters are one of the features of the sa- that the San Luis Valley is known for. I have never heard that. Um, so I don't know how accurate mm-hmm. that is, but if you've been there and you know that, that's true. But I feel like it's going to be more well-known for the aliens. <laughs> It's allowed for a few hot spring resorts to pop up in the area and has made possible made it possible for the Colorado Gators Reptile Park to house hundreds of gators on their land year that round. That is such a fun fact. The, right? I thought that was pretty fun. I want to go to a house yeah. of 100 gators. Uh, despite the frigid temperatures during the colder months of the year. So they, and the, the pools keep the, the big lizards happy. <laughs> big lizard. Another theory regarding why more UFOs are sighted in this area compared to other parts of the country is the high level of military presence in nearby big cities like Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, Area yep. 51 springs to mind. That's also on my list. Yeah. Just so you know. We're not going to do them back to back though because that feels like a lot yeah. of aliens. Yeah, I mean, there's so many theories that it's possible that UFOs are like military spacecraft and that kind of stuff and or military right. aircraft, I guess, is the better term. Okay. So, UFO doesn't inherently mean something that is extraterrestrial. It just means something that is airborne and is ident- unidentifiable. 
which is true. Anything can be a UFO if you're bad enough at it. <laughs> if you're bad enough eyesight, anything's a UFO. <laughs> yeah. There's speculation that the San Luis Valley has played a role as a testing ground for new types of military aircraft that the public has yet to be informed about, which is the same thing they said about Area 51. <laughs> so, like, you can only use that excuse a few times. <laughs> of course, at the same time, some locals believe that while these aircraft might be military, that they are not of earthly military. <gasps> Space military. Spooky. Okay. Um, I just attack. Uh, Mars attacks comes to mind. <laughs> ah, ah. What? Ah, ah. Have you not seen Mars no, attacks? No, I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> I am offended. I'm sorry. We are watching that now. <laughs> what? I don't know if I know what it is. No. Mars attacks is a movie. movie. Okay. It is a brilliant. Brilliant okay. movie. I'm looking it up. Mars Attacks. Ah, oh, ah. God. Oh, God. This looks interesting. <laughs> what? Ah, 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 ah. What the fuck is this? Oh, we're watching this. We are watching It looks this. awful. It is awful, but it is brilliant. Okay. We're watching it. Is it? Wait, I have a qu- okay, question. Is it supposed to be? It's funny. Taken seriously or no? <laughs> no, not even. Okay, a that bit. makes me feel much better about it. So I was gonna be like, I can't watch this if this is supposed to be serious. Yes. <laughs> but if it knows that no, it's you what it is, then yes. I'm okay. Oh, absolutely. Okay. They definitely do not take themselves seriously. In fact, the ah, ah, was supposed to be replaced with actual dialogue. Oh my god! But they decided that they weren't gonna do it. So ah, ah, is now how they how they talk. It is to. Without doing um, any really specific spoilers, can I say that? Sarah Jessica Parker has a tiny dog whose head gets put on her body. It is, yes, I won't go into any more detail. Oh my god. But. They do not, this does not take itself seriously. To, like, uh, Jack Nicholson plays more than one role in it. I'm definitely gonna watch, uh, I'm pulling up the trailer, I'm gonna watch it once we're done. Okay. Um, yeah, Natalie Portman is a kiddo. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's a brilliant movie, and I am offended. I'm sorry! Um, it's okay. I was only four uh, when it came out. Oh my god, I feel so fucking <laughs> Um, I, it's, uh, tre- tre- if Tremors is my favorite series, Mars Attacks might be my favorite standalone okay. movie because it is so there's there's detail in it being so mm-hmm. bad like they put effort into it being I love that as bad love it. uh I think Annette Benning is in it uh Jack Nicholson Pierce Brosnan uh Michael J Fox uh Jack Black Oh really? Interesting. Yeah. Um a kid who was probably popular at the time. I don't remember his name. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good movie. Uh, if you don't take anything in life seriously. Perfect. Like um, so, yes. So, back to the San Luis Valley. Locals have claimed that a secret extraterrestrial base exists in a nearby Blanca Peak. At 14,344 uh, 14, footy, footy foot. <laughs> Drinking water. <laughs> 
a 14,344 foot peak that is part of the Sangre de Cristo mountain range. This has yet to be proven. Which I, I like that little note. I left it in because I <laughs> According to a poll conducted by National Geographic in 2012, approximately 36% of the U.S. population believes that, the, that UFOs exist, with 1 in 10 respondents claiming that they've personally seen one. That means that almost 64% of Americans don't believe in UFOs, and that 90% of Americans have never encountered mm -hmm. one. Quote, I used to always believe that there had to be life someplace else because the universe is just too massive for there not to be. But now I know. Unquote. Judy Messaline. Now I know what? Thus, I, now I know it. Oh, wait, I know that. But oh, I know it now. I see. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a great quote. But no, I get it. I, I misunderstood like what that. you were saying. And the article, the first article I read ends with, thus the great UFO debate <laughs> And that is the story of the San Luis Valley. That is, uh... Which ended up being eight pages worth of notes. What? It's eight pages worth of notes. Also, it's a uh, 16-point font, because... Make, I mean, makes it easier to read. Yes. Not easy to mm -hmm. keep my place, though. <laughs> there is so much to unpack with that. I've never heard the story of Sleepy. I know! Neither have I! I don't think... Well... It's kind of sad. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I have, and I just don't remember. I, I know I've seen bits and pieces of alien stories here and there. I, I, it sounds kind of familiar, but I don't remember all those right. details. Or maybe I'm thinking, right. of, I know there are stories of cows. Maybe I'm thinking about cows. There are probably quite a few mm -hmm. things about cows that happen with aliens. Um, there's definitely some in Mars attacks. Um, but yeah, it's it. There's. I feel like... You either know all the details because you're very into the whole UFOs exist, I'm going to prove them thing. Or you were there and it's like you're... Or you live around there right, and right. it's like part of the the culture. Um, but even the first article, the Colorado one, that I read that, that led me to the Ap Alamosa... Appaloosa? I don't know. She was an Appaloosa. <sighs> Listen, today was a day. Um, the Alamosa news had the most detail mm -hmm. of all the articles I read uh, about it, so that's why I thought yeah. that one. It's yeah, good. definitely. I mean, it's kind of sad. There is a photo, which I will of put Snippy. Up, but I'll put, yeah. Post. I don't know what you call it. Not decapitation, but still technically Post skin peeling. Ugh. Post-alien abduction. There we go. Um, boom. Perfect. Uh, so I'll put a caution warning before that one, too, because it's a little graphic. Um, but luckily, we have a lot of pictures to go before them of our scenes of working. I don't know what you call these. Digs. Ow. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm fine. That hurts. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but we, we have the pictures of our setups and... Uh, Lemmings and my shirt. Yeah, so many pictures. So we can put some some costume yeah. warnings before then. Yeah, and I don't know uh, I don't know how to do it, but I know that you're able. You can put a like thing on top of an image that's graphic because I follow a um 
I think it's called medical talk or like med talks or something. Mm -hmm. And there's tons of like really gross but interesting things. And you just have to click on it to make sure you can see it. So I don't know if it, I don't know if you can do that manually or, or if Instagram will do that on its own. I mean, the last time I posted something like that, it was a, a lynching scene that was kind of yeah. heartbreaking. Um, and they okay. put it on. So it might do the same person. So I don't know. I don't know what their algorithm is. I'll still put it. I'll still put yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Good times. So, aliens. <laughs> that, that's proof. That's what we're concluding. I have proof. <laughs> so much proof. Uh, <laughs> but no. Thus, the UFO exactly. debate continues. No, I, like, uh, I, one, like, I admit that there are things that are very hard to explain, and I don't not think that like some sort of other life form exists. I'm just skeptical. But but yes. like the things that you're saying, like I don't I don't know what else could have happened to this horse, and like I've I've heard so many stories about like lights being seen, and I've seen videos that appear to be unexplainable. So like I totally get it. Yes. I would now tell you the story of the the same story I've told in the first and second lost episode. Um, but I feel like that's why the episodes, you can't hear it, because I start talking about it. And I'm wondering if that's why. Oh my god. Because <laughs> it started weirdly both times when I started talking about it. So, we're just not going to talk about so it. That is so weird! Yeah. Not that I'm saying there's a conspiracy, but I'm Archie. saying the FBI is listening to all of no. us. No. <laughs> Good boy. What do you do? Sorry. You he was licking his paw. I don't want to put the. Archie I don't want to put the cone back on you, buddy. You might have to. No, I feel bad. He was doing so good. I'm sorry. He's a good boy. I'm sorry. And we're back. Okay. I. I think. Wait. Why is is it moving? Is this thing moving? Call is being recorded. Okay, cool. Yeah, sorry. You're fine. Okay, everything should be fine. Cool. I am. Cool. I'm standing now because my butt, <laughs> uh, my butt could not handle the the the, the stool anymore. So if anyone would like a a very comfortable stool, mm -hmm. um, for your home, I will give it to you. It's fucking falling again. God oh, damn no. it! Oh, the thing or the pad? Not pads. The things. I don't know what to call them. The things that will soon be burned alive. Um, <laughs> alive. They're living. They can hear me talking about them. Uh -oh. And every time I do, they fucking fall. Uh-oh. I've had wine. Can you uh -huh. tell? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Back to work. Yes. Okay. I get it. <laughs> uh, so, this week, I'm going, I'm going <laughs> spooky this week. Ooh, yay! I am talking about Annabelle the Haunted Doll. <gasps> <laughs> I have an unsolved episode to send to you. <gasps> yes. Well, actually, Julia told me to watch it, and I didn't get a chance to watch it today because, once again, it I probably did would not my have helped you today. Yeah. And yeah, and I also figured that it wouldn't help me that much because I found it's, like yeah. all the info I needed. It, basically, yeah, it's more just entertainment. So it's an yeah. after the. It's, it's an after, an after show. the. Yes, exactly. Um, um, hilarious. Yeah. So my <gasps> um, I have three sources. One Wikipedia, obviously. Yes. Um, two, the New Haven Register, and three, I got most everything from allthatsinteresting.com on mm -hmm. an article by Katie Serena, and I wanted to mention her specifically because I'm 
essentially reading her entire article because it was like perfect. Yeah. And <laughs> I know Karen and George would do that as long as they credit the person. So I'm going to say it's fine. Yay. Yes. I'm just reading a story. Yeah. Karen just did that on a, they did a, like a live episode. Well, not yeah. like a live episode, but they did like a best of their live episodes. And she basically just read one article about the still cemetery. Yes, exactly. I'm like, and that's it fine. Was like, exactly. Yeah. She just, it was the one article. She was like, it's not the wet. Yeah. So, so um, the, this, this first bit is all me. Um, so I'm gonna, going to start. Uh, so I'm sure a lot of you have seen the Conjuring and Annabelle movies that have come out over the last several years. This story is of Annabelle. Um, I don't, I'm like super excited. <laughs> I don't. So yeah. So I don't remember when I first heard the story or saw it or like I have no idea, but I yeah. was immediately drawn to it because I remember seeing the Conjuring for the first time. Which is actually the reason that I got into horror movies was The Conjuring. Because my okay. friend from high school dragged me there. I did not want to go. <laughs> and I loved it. It was so nice. good. It was the first scary movie I had seen that I thought that... Like, I'm not, I'm not like, a movie buff, so I don't know what, like, a quote-unquote good movie is. But I thought it was very well done. I mean, my favorite movies are Tremors and <laughs> So I'm true. not going to hold anything to a high standard. This is true. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so like I just really liked it. And I remembered at the end, they sh- I think it was at the end of The Conjuring, that they showed like a glimpse of Annabelle. And I was like, oh my god, I know that! I know that story! Ah! And I, my mind was blown. <laughs> um, but anyway, so what I the first thing I want to do is give some background into my own beliefs in the paranormal. And where I'm still trying to, like, understand my own beliefs, if that makes sense. So, as I've stated before, I do definitely believe in the paranormal. So, like, ghosts, spirits, all that jazz. I recently am starting to wrap my, trying to wrap my brain around the concept of demons and possessions. Because I, like, I used to just, like, believe in them without question. So, it's like, yeah, like, why not? Um, however... Um, specifically because Mickey works with seizure patients, I mm-hmm. have learned, like, from, like, specific stories that, uh, grand mall seizures can cause these quote-unquote possessions, because it actually causes right. your voice to change and to act, like, unhuman, essentially. Right. Like, that's what it looks like. Um, mm-hmm. so like that's hard, so I'm trying to yeah. come to terms with what I believe in terms of paranormal, but then also not wanting to disregard mental health because that's right. also a whole other issue. Cause you know, you and I discuss mental health already. So like, yes, we get it. Yeah. We're, um, we are very, uh, we are very up on, please take care of your mental health. Of course. Um, so currently I don't really know where I stand in terms of possessions and like, demon-possessed objects or that kind of thing. Um, I do believe in dark entities, so I but I don't know about demons specifically because I grew up in a Catholic household, and in term, and if you're going to believe in demons, you then have to believe in angels. And that's right. where I'm like, I don't know not if I believe in angels yet. or not. And I don't know why. I, for some reason, I just am not, very unsure and skeptical of angels. Yes. Because I think because yeah. so many times angels tend to be like an actual person, like that's how they're portrayed, where like right. demons are an entity where I'm like that I can get behind, but like an actual mm-hmm. angel person, like guardian angel walking around, 
I don't know. Like, That's harder yeah. for me to get behind. It's it feels like the like the not so much general. I don't know what I want to say. It feels like guardian angels are like the fairy godmothers of. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yes. Mythology. And yeah. it's like, mm, I don't know how much I believe in that aspect. Exactly. It. it just feels too convenient in a way, but then I, mm-hmm. you could almost say the same thing about demons. Right. And it, it, I'm, it's something I'm still trying to figure out and like come to terms with because I want to, I don't know, I'm trying to understand everything in the best way that I can. Um, but anyway, so right. like perhaps there are dark entities that are not actually demons, but they can still like maybe possess things, but can like people or things. I don't really know. I really, I don't have any answers, but I just wanted to say that that is currently where I am in terms of my beliefs, because I just think it's important to make that distinction that like, I'm still learning and understanding. Right. Um, Yeah. So, um, the next thing I want to, there's like this super short background info on, um, Ed and Lorraine Warren. So mm-hmm. they are, um, they are, or, oh, they're both dead. I could I thought Lorraine was still alive. Oopsies. Yeah, I think their son <laughs> runs their, what? I think their son runs their, oh, okay, got it. That makes sense. Yeah. So. They were both American paranormal investigators and authors associated with prominent cases of hauntings. Um, Ed was a self-taught and self-professed demonologist, author, and lecturer. Lorraine uh, professed professed to be a clairvoyant and a light trance medium who worked closely with her husband. In 1952, the Warrens (laughs) founded the New England Society for Psychic Research, NESPR, the oldest ghost hunting group in New England. The author had many books about the paranormal and about their private investigations and the various reports of paranormal activity. Nice. They claimed to have investigated over 10,000 cases during their career. They were among the first investigators in the so-called Amityville haunting. Um, according to the Warrens, the NESPR uses a variety of individuals, including medical doctors, researchers, police officers, nurses, college students, and members of the clergy in its investigations. Stories Fun. of ghost hauntings popularized, popular, yeah, popularized, popularized by the Warrens have been adapted uh, as or have indirectly inspired dozens of films, television series, and documentaries, um, including 17 films in the Amityville Horror series and seven films in the Conjuring universe. Skeptics Perry DeAngelis and Stephen Novella have investigated the Warren's evidence and described it as blarney, which I think is an amazing word choice. Blarney. I just think of Ireland. Like I don't like I've never heard the word blarney outside of the blarney <laughs> stone. So I just, I love that. <laughs> that is pretty good. I've heard the the Irish refer to the blarney stone as blarney. So <laughs> I think it's funny. Love it's it. a good word. It's pretty universal. You can use it for a lot of things. Yeah, definitely. It's also fun as hell to say. Mm-hmm. Like shenanigans. Shenanigans! Um, and then, so, like, the Warrens are problematic because there are def- there are lots, so many people who are saying that things are hoaxes, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like, who, like, do we, like, do we know for sure that something is a hoax or not? Like, I don't know, with paranormal things, it's a lot of he said, she said. Right. They said, they said, whatever. Um, yeah. And 
I don't know. Maybe it's because I like a good mystery. I like I like to believe that there's some crazy shit going on. Um, so <laughs> they've so the Warrens, although like problematic, have also been described as quote a very nice couple, some genuinely sincere people, and would never or end quote um, and would never quote intentionally cause harm to anyone end quote. So uh, people who have met them say that they are like genuine and genuinely believe in these things. The question is just. Are the things that they believe in true or not? Right. There are there there are some people who say that they're just like blowing smoke up everyone's asses. But <laughs> from what from, from the stuff that I read, it seems like they genuinely believe. So okay, I don't know. That's pretty. Yeah, I, I, it's also important to just like bring them into it and uh, oh yeah, note like that there is skepticism it. around the Warrens themselves, and that's like a whole other episode. Could be talking about them, but that's a very basic. Uh, very basic overview of them. Did he finish his peanut butter? <laughs> yeah, I'm just making sure he wasn't licking his paw. <gasps> he has the peanut butter. He's fine. <laughs> okay, <good>. <laughs> <laughs> um, So, okay, on to Annabelle. The real Annabelle doll was actually a normal looking Raggedy Ann doll and not the super fucking creepy porcelain one in the Annabelle movie and The Conjuring. That's true. Yeah, and the thing is, is that honestly, it actually like pissed me off whenever they did that because... Like, I think the whole draw is that a normal Raggedy Ann doll was possessed. And, like, yeah. you, like, you so, can make a movie, like, even, like, let's say it's false. You can mm-hmm. still make a movie about how something so simple and gentle and, um, like, safe feeling and looking can be evil. Which right. I feel like it is more... Makes it creepier. Yeah, I think it's way creepier than having, like, a fucking terrifying doll to begin with like yeah i don't know creep people who i almost stayed at bed and breakfast with one of those creepy porcelain doll collection houses and no Mm -mm. Mm -mm 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 -mm. bye yeah no moved on no 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 no. terrifying uh yes not not cool she's not cool (laughs) uh uh, it would have been creepier to just leave her as a raggedy and exactly because she is kind of creepy yes as a raggedy and exactly and uh it drove me insane Uh, anyway so now (laughs) on to like the actual story so according to ed and lorraine warren the doll is responsible for two near-death experiences one fatal accident and a string of demonic activities that lasted some 30 years the first of these infamous hauntings can allegedly be traced back to 1970 when annabelle was brand new the story was told to the warrens by two young women who and was retold for years after by the Warrens themselves. As the story goes, the Annabelle doll had been a gift to a young year, no, to a young nurse <laughs> named Donna uh, from her mother for her 28th birthday. Donna, apparently thrilled with the gift, brought it back to her apartment, and she shared with Archie's back. Archie! Archie, why did you have to bring your big bone up in here? Come on. Place. Archie, place. Good boy. Good boy. My voice is cracked. (laughs) Um, As the story goes, the Annabelle doll had been a gift to a young nurse named Donna from her mother for her 28th birthday. Donna, apparently thrilled with the gift, brought it back to her apartment that she shared with another young nurse named Angie. At first, the doll was an adorable accessory sitting on a sofa in the living room and greeted visitors with her colorful visage. I didn't yeah. write that. <laughs> no. 
But before long, the two women began to notice that Annabelle seemed to move about the room of her own accord. Oh, creepy. Yeah, it's so creepy. Donna would sit her on the living room sofa before leaving for work, only to come home in the afternoon and find her in the bedroom with the door shut. Donna and Angie then started finding notes left throughout the apartment building, reading, Help me! According Ooh. to the <laughs> According Ooh, to the no. women, the notes were written on parchment paper, which they did not even keep in their home. That's that's not <laughs> I don't like that. Mm-hmm. She's creepy. Yep. Furthermore, Angie's boyfriend, Lou, was in the apartment one afternoon while Donna was out and heard wrestling in her room as if someone had broken in. Upon inspection, he found no sign of forced entry, but found the Annabelle doll lying face down on the ground. Nope. Suddenly, he felt a searing pain in his chest and looked down to find bloody claw marks running across it. Uh, <laughs> she was laying face down. I don't I, Well, he said that, well, he's saying that he looked down at his chest and then they just, like, appeared. Uh, the doll okay. didn't, like, come at him. He, they just, like, appeared. Well... <laughs> Um, she doesn't have fingers. But it's like the idea is that the demon, the demon. that's possessing Annabelle has the fingers. Creepy. Uh huh. Creepier. Uh, Got it. Two days later, they the the claw marks vanished without a trace. Following this traumatic experience, the women invited a medium over to help solve their seemingly paranormal problem. The medium held a seance and told the woman that that the doll was inhabited by the spirit of a deceased seven-year-old named Annabelle Higgins, whose body had been found years earlier on the site where their apartment building had been built. The medium claimed that the spirit was benevolent and simply wanted to be loved and cared for. The two young nurses reportedly felt bad for the spirit and consented to allow her to take up permanent residence in the doll. Mistake. Big mistake. You don't do that. Nope. You do not let a spirit, uh, you don't give it permission to take over something. Never. (laughs) Eventually, in an attempt to rid their home of the animal doll's spirit, Donna and Angie called on an Episcopal priest uh, known as Father Hegan. Uh, He contacted his superior, Father Cook, who alerted Ed and Lorraine Warren. Okay. As far as they were concerned, the two young ladies' trouble started, truly started, when they began believing that the doll, that, that the doll deserved sympathy. Mm-hmm. I second that. Uh, the Warrens believed <laughs> that there was actually a demonic force in search of a human host within Annabelle and not a benevolent, benevolent soul. Mm. So, according to the Warrens, quote, Spirits do not possess inanimate objects like houses or toys. They possess people. An inhuman spirit can attach itself to a place or object, and that is what occurred in, in the Annabelle case. The spirit manipulated the doll and created the illusion of it being alive in order to get recognition. Truly, the spirit was not looking to stay attached to the doll. It was looking to possess a human host, end quote. Immediately, the Warrens noted that... Er, Immediately, the Warrens noted what they believed were signs of demonic possession, including teleportation, the doll moving on its own, materialization, the parchment paper notes, because uh, the two girls said they did not have parchment paper, and the mark of the beast, the claw marks on Lou's chest. So they don't say this on um, in the article, but I've, I've watched a lot of ghost adventures. And the mark <laughs> of the beast would be if it was three claw marks. Okay. Because three is a mocking of the Holy Trinity. Okay. I'm quoting Zach Bagans on that one. Got it. Um, 
Okay. Um, so, I don't think I knew that. So that's good to know. Yeah. So that's why um, for future reference, a lot of times things. in like demonic, if if we choose to believe in demonic entities, mm-hmm. it's um, you'll hear like three knocks on the wall because that's a mocking of the Holy Trinity. So it's always in threes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I do appreciate how you keep moving it so I can see it. I know. <laughs> In case you didn't know I'm holding up three fingers, I'm going to move them <laughs> over here so you can see it. <laughs> um, so uh, the Warrens subsequently ordered an exorcism of the apartment to be performed by Father Cook. Then they took Annabelle out of the apartment. Where did um, Father Cook from come from? I thought it was someone else. No, it was um, Father Hegan. contacted his superior, Father Cook. Got it. And then Father Cook alerted the Warrens. Got it. I think I I just jumped right to the Warren. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. fine. (laughs) Uh, They then took Annabelle out of the apartment and um, back to their occult museum in the hopes that the demonic reign would finally end. Mm. Okay. So that's the first most notable, quote-unquote, haunting of Annabelle. So here's, here, these are some more hauntings attributed to her. Mm-hmm. Following Annabelle's removal from Donna and Angie's apartment, the Warrens documented several other paranormal experiences involving the doll. The first just, just minutes after they possessed her. Um, after they took possession of her, they didn't possess her. That would be really interesting. <laughs> that would be weird. Reverse um, possession. Mm-hmm. After the exorcism of the nurse's apartment, the Warrens buckled Annabelle into the back seat of their car and vowed not to take the highway in case she had some kind of accident-causing power over them and their vehicle. Why buckle her in like she's a person? Well, the, just... well the, she's claiming to be a person. Don't forget. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> um... Uh, blah, 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 blah. However, even the safer back roads provided too risky or proved too risky for the couple. On their way home, Lorraine claimed that the brakes either stalled or failed several times, resulting in near disastrous crashes. <laughs> she also claimed that as soon as Ed pulled holy water from his bag and doused the doll with it, the problem with the brakes disappeared immediately. Okay. I have questions. <laughs> questions. Uh, were they going up and down hills? I don't know. Okay, we need more information for that to be a believable story. <laughs> I will remain skeptical about that. Oh, that's fine. No, it could it's, very it's, well it's... been that you were going up and down hills and mm-hmm. you just stopped I going mean, down hills. All of this is batshit crazy and you have to like Accurate. really just let yourself believe things. And <laughs> for me, this is like, that's just like those kind of things from like... Well, there's like there's no other. Well, a lot a lot of things with the Warrens have very little corroboration, and that's mm-hmm. where it's a like he Question said, she mark. said, they said, they said, whatever. Um, Got it. And that's where you just have to me me being a very avid paranormal believer. I choose to believe some of it, but also remain skeptical about the details. Okay. Um. Upon arriving home at their occult museum, because I think it's, like, attached or close by their house, whatever. Um, Or maybe not. Maybe it's two separate places. I don't know. Upon arriving home, (laughs) Ed and Lorraine placed the doll um, in Ed's... It'd be weirdly weird if it was their house. Sorry. I don't know. I feel like I've heard somewhere that it's, like, attached to their house. It's, like, part of their house. But I I, I, I am totally just, like, spewing that as if it's true. I really don't actually know. I feel like I've heard that. But I don't know. Um, 
That's so apparently, <laughs> sorry, what? That's all you can really have. Exactly. Um, so apparently, uh, whenever they placed the doll in Ed's study, the, the doll levitated and moved about the house. Yep. Even, <laughs> even when placed in the locked office in an outer building, the Warrens claimed that she would turn up later inside the house. Nope. So after this happened, uh, they decided to lock her up for good. They had a specially made glass and wood case const- and a wood case constructed, um, upon which they inscribed the Lord's Prayer and St. Michael's Prayer. For the rest of his life, Ed would periodically say a binding prayer over the case, ensuring that the sinister spirit and the doll rem- remained good and trapped. Oh, I have a follow-up question to that later. Yes, tell me. She escaped. What? Right. She didn't... She escaped, right? I don't think so. I actually... I didn't have a... Ch- I didn't... There's a couple articles that said, like, that asked, like, did the doll escape? And the first one I clicked on said, like, like, I don't think she did. I don't know. Not definitive. That doesn't... That doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> I don't know. I was just trying to. I'm just trying to give like a very basic story of Annabelle. I didn't go like too in depth, which maybe I should have. Your face is telling me I should have. Hold on. <laughs> nope. One little doll. I don't like it. Mm-mm. What's he doing? I hear him. Since being locked up, Annabelle the doll hasn't moved again. Though it is alleged that her spirit has found ways to reach out to the earthy plane. Once a priest who was visiting um, the sorry, once a priest who was visiting the Warrens Museum picked up Annabelle and discounted her demonic abilities. Ed warned the priest about mocking Annabelle's demonic power, but the young priest laughed him off. On Idiot. his way home, the priest was involved in a near fatal car car crash that totaled his new car. He claimed to have seen Annabelle in his rearview mirror just before the accident. That's what you get. That's what you fucking get, dude. Exactly. Don't mock exactly. the demons. Like, I don't care if you don't believe in it. Like, don't fuck with this. Like, that's like at the end of the day, that's what I say. Like, I don't care not if it's not real. Thing. I'm still not gonna fuck with it. Yeah. No. Like, no I'm no, not touching a Ouija day. board. I've never move. touch a Ouija board in my life. Uh. Uh-uh. I have a Ouija board pillow. That's different. That's a pillow. Mm-hmm. That's decorative. <laughs> Unless you do it differently. Um, <laughs> you can. I'm not coming over. <laughs> That's fine. My cat sleeps on it. Perfect. Your cat Explains can chase away all the actually. demons that you let out. I think I just put two and two together. <gasps> Your cat's possessed. He's laying on it right now. <gasps> that explains so much. But it's super cute because he has his hand over his face. Aww. He's annoyed with me because I'm making noise. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> uh, years later, another visitor uh, tapped on the glass of Annabelle's doll. Of- um, Annabelle's case and laughed at how silly people were to believe in her. On his way home, he reportedly lost control of his motorcycle and crashed headlong into a tree. He was killed instantly and his girlfriend just barely survived. She claimed that at the time of the incident, the couple had been laughing about the Annabelle doll. Over the years, the Warrens continued oh, to recount shit. these tales as proof of Annabelle's uh, horrific powers, though none of these stories could be corroborated. That's where it's like... Although, like, it's like they say mm-hmm. that they heard from these people. So it's just a question of did they actually? But no one's all, like, as far as I know, no one has spoken up being like, we didn't say that. But then again, maybe they, these people didn't exist at all and can't recount their story. So I, right. I don't know. Their record keeping um, leaves something to be desired. Yeah. And, like, that's, I feel like that's just how, like, hauntings are. Like, you, nev- you yeah. never get the full story. No. And 
that's just kind of how it is. I don't really know what else that's to say. Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. Um, creepy as hell is what that is. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. Sad that, he, it's sad that that guy died. Yeah. If like, if he did, and that's the thing. Like like who knows? Well, yeah. Like, if you don't if know, it's true. Um, um, the names of the young priest and the motorcyclists were never divulged. Neither Donna nor Angie, the two nurses who were okay. Annabelle's first quote unquote victims, they never came forward with their story. So again, it, it's it's all coming from the Warrens. But like, these people might also want their privacy. Like, there's mm-hmm. so many. There's lots of different reasons for all of this. Right. Um, yeah. And let's see. Uh, The last Mm. sentence of this article was, it would appear that all we have is the Warren's word that any of this even took place at all. So it's... That's true, yeah. uh, Yeah. And it's... uh, And, like, part of me... RJ! He's having so much fun with his bone. Yeah, he is. He's back on the pillow. Um, (laughs) I forget what I was saying. Um, He's a good dog. (laughs) Um, He's like, I'm making too much noise. Okay, Mm -hmm. Um... The Warrens. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'm I'm, so, I'm very it. torn because, like, I really want to believe in all of this, but I also understand that there are, like, actual problematic instances with this, like, making right. up, like, if, if these stories are simply not true, then it's just not true. If these stories are half true, then are they exploiting these people? Like, but everything is completely unknown. Mm-hmm. So, it reminds me of... Roanoke, where, like, no one actually knows. Because, like, the thing with the paranormal is that I don't really even think it's possible to have definitive evidence. Right. Because that's just, that's the nature of it. Like, and, like, when people say that they have photos of something, it's a fluke. Like, maybe it's real. Like, if it is real, then, like, you're just fucking lucky. And, like when people try and recreate it and are like, oh, like, we didn't recreate it. Well, it's like, maybe it's, it was a one-time thing. Like, and I don't know. I don't know. I'm just weirdly passionate about the paranormal and ghosts hey. and wanting to... I think I. it's like you want to believe in this because it points to the possibility of an afterlife. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's... Even though ghosts are scary... And, like, possession and all that is scary. It points to something more. And right. I think that's why I want to... I want to believe in it. That's um, fair. But I also... I wanted to give both sides of this. I don't want to just come here being like, this is real. It's like, I don't fucking know if it's real. I think it's cool, though, which is why I'm talking about it on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We don't... We aren't here to make any definitive results. No, we are not just at here all. to talk about things that we find interesting. Yeah, and I find this to be super interesting. And there's another doll... That called Robert, I believe, who's also fucking creepy as hell. Robert doll? I believe his name is Robert. Um, he was on... I <laughs> he, he, but, like, they treat him like an actual person. Like, you have yeah. to address him as Robert the doll, and you have is to, Is he like... the one that was on TV in the rocking chair? Yes, he was! Yeah, I know mm-hmm. that one. Yes. That oh, my God, too. wait. And then I'm going on a slight tangent, because that was on... Um, that was on an episode of Ghost Adventures... And there's another episode that, like, to this day... Well, there's a couple episodes that have evidence that I think is, like, insane. Where they have a bunch of toys sitting around something. And this bear... It's innately creepy already. Yeah, and this bear... 
Like, it doesn't just, like, fall over, like, as if something knocked it over. It, like, waddles and then falls over as if mm-hmm. someone was, like, playing with it. And it was one of the fucking creepiest things I've ever seen, but it was so cool. And, ah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. And maybe this is, like, a sign of how my brain works. Mm-hmm. There's a comedian named Dan Cummings. Uh-huh. And he, when he was a kid, he talked about how he really wanted to see Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. And he, his parents kept telling him no, because it was not going to, it was not for him. And he, he did it anyway, because he was like, what do they know? I'm yeah. going to watch it anyway. And so he sat down and he watched it, and he was, he was too young. Because mm-hmm. in, the vid- in the movie is that creepy clown doll. I've actually never seen Poltergeist. Woman. I'm sorry. So, like like I said, the first horror movie that I actually liked was The Conjuring. And that's, like, everything after that was kind of, like, a nice RJ. I still, I prefer (laughs) to see scary movies with other people. And it's been very hard to find other people who want to watch scary movies with me. That's fair. Okay. So, we will watch, we will have a movie marathon. I love him. Um, At some point, Mm -hmm. we will watch Tremors. Yes. One, two, and three. Okay. Mars Attacks. Okay. Poltergeist. Archie. He's having so much fun. He is under the table with his bone. <laughs> oh, it echoes because he has many layers. Yeah. Archie. There's, a, there's some gross beef jelly in here that he likes. I'm trying. There it is. Ew. Yeah. I oh. mean, dogs are... Oh. Nah, whatever. Archie, they lick their own your, butts. We're going to get your dinner after, okay? We're all... mm, he's back. <laughs> Archie. He came right back. <laughs> He's so funny. Yes! Archie Cameo! No one can see you, Archie, but you're here. I'm taking a picture. Stand by. Archie can. You're so handsome. And he's just like, Mom's <laughs> holding me. I love this. Lick me. Kiss me. Okay, this is amazing. Okay, I have many photos. Okay, cool. And they will be on the Instagram Perfect. because he's so freaking cute. Okay, Archie, you're going to stay with me until yeah. we're done, and then you'll get I your love dinner. it. So, in, but in the movie Poltergeist, I do, I do believe it's Poltergeist. Now I'm questioning myself. Mm-hmm. But there's, a, there's like a creepy clown doll that the kid has becomes possessed by the Poltergeist, mm-hmm. and it drags him under the bed. <gasps> well, yeah. So, Dan Cumming, he actually had uh, the, one of those dolls in his house, and he no. was like, Oh, I can't tell them I'm freaked out because because they'll ask me why, and I can't tell them that I watched Poltergeist because I wasn't supposed to. Right. So I gotta like take care of this in house. So he takes the doll out or down to the basement, just beats the shit out of oh it. Oh my god! And then puts it in the garbage can. Well, his mom finds it, mm-hmm. goes, "Oh, this isn't supposed to be here. No. I don't know what happened." Puts it back. No. And he, I like in, even in him telling me that story, I was laughing. Not telling me that story, but telling that yeah. story. Um. I was laughing so hard oh because God. I was like, I know exactly what happened. <laughs> she put him back. Um, hi, Archie. I believe in ghosts. I do have a ghost hunting kit. You so do? I do. Oh, my God. I am, that's awesome. I am that person. So maybe for the Halloween special, we go ghost hunting somewhere. Yes. 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 Let's do it. I'll be terrified, but let's do it. I love it. Okay. We Can we can we have Julia and Mickey there as backup for emotional I, support? I think we almost have to. Because I don't think, I don't think you and I could draw enough humans to do it. I need Mickey so. there because they'll be like super into it and not that scared. So Perfect. I need them to be there so that I have emotional support. 
I love it. I think that works. Let's uh, let's find somewhere to go ghost hunting and maybe yeah. that'll be our, our Halloween special. Yes. Because oh I my think god, that'd be, be so much fun. Spooky. Maybe a cemetery. <gasps> yes, let's do that. All right, a plan is forming. A plan is forming. Stay tuned for more things. For more things. Because there's some creepy ass uh, cemeteries around here. The Allegheny Cemetery. Mm-hmm. That one's huge and creepy. In many, we many ways. cannot go to the cemetery near me because I actually like that cemetery and I've only recently started enjoying walking in it and I don't want to ruin that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I don't know where you live. Oh, sorry. I uh, live in uh, Point Breeze. I don't know what the cemetery is called, but it's by Frick Park. Okay, that's not, yeah. It's a yeah, it's okay, beautiful so yeah. and I don't like cemeteries, but this one's gorgeous. Mickey that's has awesome. taught me to like it. Okay. <laughs> yes, we will, we will do a ghost hunt. Huh. <gasps> I like this plan. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll talk more. Off, we'll talk more. Mickey's going to be stoked. I can't wait to tell them. <laughs> Yay. Um, I like this plan. I also yeah. feel better. This has made me feel much better. This okay. is like therapy for us. Cause we just get to giggle and laugh where we don't normally get to. Cause stress and anxiety. Uh-huh. And in my case, obsessive and compulsive disorder, which is totally fine. Uh, yeah. So cool. Yay. Yay. We Pretty did best. it. I will also send you that Buzzfeed Unsolved episode because it's honestly one of their funniest ones too okay yeah definitely um, but yeah so um i think that's pretty much it archie's getting he's he's oh done God. he's he needs he to is our director walk. and has decided that this is the end of the episode how long have we been recording uh we are almost at two hours well we have to cut out a lot yeah yeah so, I, I marked this one could be longer those parts. perfect um perfect so yeah so uh wear a mask Black Lives Matter. And uh, send us your fun stories at should I think is cool podcast at gmail? Yes, dot com. Dot com. Sorry. Dot com. <laughs> oh, also, I am working on a website for us, but it, yes. it, it'll take some time, but a yeah. website is in the works. Yes, so we will give you that information so you can go all to one place for all of our things. Exactly. Um, which will be so much fun. So he brought her something. I it's know a Totoro him. toy. He brought her a Totoro toy. Totoro. He's such a good boy. He's okay. such a good boy. So, yeah. So, we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. I'm working on the, on the whole audio thing. Bye.